the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey, hey, can I get a witness? Have you ever thought about that? You're at a Southern Gospel concert or something, and they say, can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Well, today we're going to talk about being a witness. How can we be a witness? You know, when you say, can I get a witness? You're wanting somebody in the audience to say, yes, amen, amen, definitely. And what we want to do is we want to get a witness somebody. We want to have the courage to share our faith with others. We want to be be out there and saying, hey, and see if someone, anyone would say, amen. I want to follow God. Amen. I want to know the Lord. Amen. I want to invite Jesus into my life and let him lead my life and be in my heart forever. That is what we want to talk about today is being a witness. Winning souls is wise, the Bible says. But wow, what a day and age that we live in right now. There's a bit of resistance. It's a kind of a difficult time to be out there on the cutting edge sharing our faith. You know, our church is on the west side of Columbus. We have the most wonderful church. And our church just has a heart that beats so loudly for God and love, overflowing love. They're so friendly. It's like a a family, a very loving church. And we have this group. We call ourselves the Next Door Neighbor Outreach Team. And it was probably was before coronavirus, I'm sure. We, We got some backpacks that said Next Door Neighbor. There were these, they weren't like a normal size backpack, but a little string backpack. And we filled them with enough to make two meals, you know, a peanut butter, some, you know, a spaghetti sauce, a green beans, and a noodle, you know, all this stuff. We filled in there some practical things, a couple of things for children. And we, we could put several on our shoulders and we walked up and down uh, the neighborhood streets in West Broad Air, in the West Broad area. It was such a great day, and we were just giving out these bags and had such a warm reception. So many people were just tickled pink to get their bag. And uh, one guy, he was young. He was maybe 20 years old, and he said, you know, I can't believe you're giving me this. He said a couple reasons. He said, number one, I just got out of prison, and I'm trying. He said, in prison, I accepted Christ, and I want to do right. I want to live my life right. He said, I have a two-year-old at home and this is just a real, a boost for me today. And he said, would you pray with me? And we did. And we prayed with him and he was so encouraged and he took his bag home. And you, you know, you just never know what people are going through. 
And so we passed out all these bags and knocked on doors. I don't know if we knocked on doors. Yeah, we knocked on a few doors, but most people were out. We were near the park and on the sidewalk and in parking lots and around. And this woman, she was getting into her car, and she had, I don't know, a little nine-year-old-ish son with her. And I said, I'm so sorry we ran out of bags. It was the end of our, our day, and we'd given out so many bags. We didn't even have any left anywhere. And she's she wanted to talk to us, so we, we we went over and talked to us, and she said, you know what, I, I love your T-shirt. And our T-shirt said Next Door Neighbor, and it had a cross on it. And she said, I just, I don't even need a bag. I just want you to know that I'm so encouraged that you would be light and hope in our neighborhood just to see people uh, coming that care, people coming that love and that would pray with us. Would you pray with me and my son and so we prayed with her and talked to her, and then she said, you know, I know where your church is. She said, I was over there at that Steak and Shake, and I, I know exactly where your church is. I drove by there not too long ago, and we ate at that Steak and Shake. And so she said, I'm going to come, and, and she later she came to the church. But I thought, you know, that was one way to be a witness, and sometimes it takes a little of the nervousness away if you have a backpack of something to give away or, you know, there's something to invite them to, invite them to an ice cream social, just an icebreaker, a way to have the conversation if you want to witness to a total stranger. But we gathered back at the church next door that day, and team after team had the most incredible testimonies of how God had met them, the conversations they had had, and all the wonderful ways that they had shared Christ You know, when Christ died on the cross, he made salvation possible for everyone everywhere. Uh, But in order to receive that salvation, people have to hear the word of God and they need to know the testimony of Christ. You know, God's plan is that every person would be saved, that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit, that they would be able to then witness to others. And but until they know about it, you know, and how are they going to know about it unless we tell them? So we want to make sure that we share with them. It says in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the wor- of the earth. So the role of a witness, you know, Jesus expects us to be a witness, but what does it mean to be a witness? And where are we going to take the information <laughs> to who are we going to go? You know, in Matthew twenty four fourteen, it says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world, to all nations, and then the end will come. So I'll give you one more. What do, what do we believe? What do we believe about Jesus? It says in Acts ten thirty nine, we are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree, on a cross. But God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by the witnesses whom God had already chosen and by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Wow, they were eyewitnesses, weren't they? I love the book of Acts. It'll really inspire and fire up your faith. But we we know and we have heard about Jesus. And so we have a responsibility to also to witness, to share that with others. It says in Acts twenty two fifteen, you will be his witnesses to all men of what you have seen and heard. So once you have him in your heart, you have him in your life, you want to be that witness. 
I know one way is just in your church, within your church, to look for people that come that don't know the Lord and, and share with them from your heart. That's why they're there. I pray with people at the altar all the time. We have this fabulous altar prayer team. And I was praying with someone not too long ago and said, do you, do you want to invite Jesus into your heart? And they said, yes, I do. And they just sobbed and sobbed. And so many people we prayed and sobbed together. (laughs) So many people want to invite Jesus into their heart, but no one's asked them who in your life. Do you know that you could just ask, Hey, Do you know the Lord? Do you know what he's done for you? Do you know what he covered on the cross for you? Maybe no one has ever sat down and shared that with them. Take a a piece of paper and write down the top 20 names of the people that you know in your life that need to know the Lord, that don't know the Lord, and begin to pray over those. I love to tuck that list in my Bible, and I pray it through in my Bible You know, one time we had neighbors that were on my list and my family always knows I have this ongoing list of people that I want to share Jesus with. I want to be a witness to them. And one was a a neighbor, two, two neighbors of ours. And so we realized we could, why don't we mulch their yard? And so I got my boys, they were teenagers. I'm like, okay, just as an act of love and an act of kindness, we're going to mulch our neighbor's yard and they were like oh wow you know i mean it's so much fun right mom on a hot day and so my husband joined in so my husband doyle he said okay i'll help and i mean this was not a small yard it took his truck and bags and bags of mulch and all four of us and we mulched and we mulched and we mulched and all the whole time i'm thinking i don't know how I would share Christ with them. We're so hot and tired and this is not the right time. And it just didn't seem to be working. But the funny thing is after at the end of the day, they were so grateful. They were so thankful, but then they nicknamed our family, the Jesus mulchers. (laughs) So, so to this day we are the Jesus mulchers to them. Those were the Jesus mulchers, but I thought, you know, it did make an impact. It did impress upon them. They knew that we were Christians. They knew that we did it out of love. They knew that we paid for it and bought it for them, and we were showing them love. And so forever and ever, <laughs> they call us the Jesus mulchers. So we laugh about that. But you just, you you open a door for God to move in and touch their heart. And, and you never know the impact that you might be having. It may be a simple thing like mulch, but... It makes a difference. It says in Proverbs 1130, the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. And that's you. And that's me. God wants you out there sharing him. I want you to have a bold faith. Don't back off now. Be strong in your faith. I I love this verse in um, John 9, 25. He replied, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. I think about that. That verse kind of reminds me of amazing grace. You know, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. If you can just share the hope of God with somebody, they will be forever grateful. You know, our gratitude toward what God has done for us gives us the courage to share to the world what he has done for us and as we share that god moves god moves in a big way so it says in um, 
Acts 18, 9. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Don't be afraid. Keep on speaking. Don't be silent. Sometimes you're going to be faced with opposition if you begin to speak out and you begin to share that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on a cross for your sins, for my sins. He covered everything. He forgave us. And in that moment, the curtain was torn in two. We had access in prayer to the Holy of Holies. I mean, so many incredible things were covered on the cross. And we have eternity. We have a home in heaven because of what happened on the cross. That's salvation. And it came out of the love of God, the great depth of the love of God. So I want you to share that with others. Who do you want to share that with today? And and not be afraid. Again, in Acts 4.20, before we go, it says, We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. What have you seen? What have you heard? What has God done in your life, in your heart? And how can you share that with someone? Maybe it's a practical way. Maybe it's over a cup of coffee. Maybe it's boldly sitting down and speaking to them and sharing with them the good news, the good news of the gospel. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. If you want to learn more about the show or if you would like to listen to previous episodes, perhaps a free download. I have the healing prayer on there for free. I have walking in the Holy Spirit quiz that you can take on my website. Go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.